Welcome to Divorce Diaries Show Podcast. My name is Michelle Trina. I am the creator, the host, the person in charge of Divorce Diaries. Hi guys. Um it's President's Day. Um I am recording a mini episode, a bonus episode. I feel like I get the most pleasure out of these bonus episodes because they're like literally my vocal diary. Um, I just threw out my French fries. My daughter is actually uh, not with me tonight, which is a weird thing. She's with her dad and his fam. Well, she's with her dad and his family's visiting. So she's been with them last night and she's with them tonight. And um, she had a kick-ass gymnastics competition week. And I'm crying every time I watch this video of my daughter kick ass at bars. I mean, she did overall, she did amazing in everything. She placed third in bars and seventh, uh, overall. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm very emotional about that because I'm so proud of her. Like, I'm so freaking proud of her. Um, and then there's a part of me too, that's kind of, I don't know if I'm emotional because I'm missing my dad and I'm having like, you know, this roller coaster of an emotional feeling with everything in life right now, which is all, all good stuff, all just normal human life stuff. But I'm in a, uh, you know, on my last episode, I talked about like the body tension and having these desires and not being able to fulfill them. And I definitely want to fulfill them with a person that I'm, you know, fantasizing about, but I can't. He's not available to me emotionally. Um, I mean, you know, emotionally, he's so not available to me and it hurts. And I'm very confused and lost about life with men. Um, I I don't want to say confused because I feel like it's very much clear what I don't want to accept when it comes to men who don't deserve my time. But um, I think I get lost in the what ifs. And, you know, I had an interaction with somebody that I, I think I care about. I mean, not that I don't care about them, but like I'm starting to question my own, like, why do you like this person or... Like, cause it's almost like it's just a, a fantasy. Um, I, you know, when you like some, like, you know, in the very beginning when there's butterflies and you get really excited cause it seems like it's going to be amazing. And then it's the opposite of that. Or, well, in the beginning it's, it feels really great. Um, I'm at a point where I'm like, uh, like, I, I can't, how do I word this? Um, I'm feeling like this old friend of mine, you know, I wish I could like go back in time to capture that moment again because I feel it's very much lost. And I almost feel very bad about it. Like, you know, you know when you really like somebody because they, they show you something you haven't seen yet and you really want? And that gets you excited. And then all of a sudden you turn around and you're like, oh, that's gone now. So where did that go? Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm definitely feeling shitty about love again. <laughs> again, in another episode of Divorce Diaries, I feel shitty about love. Um, 
you know, I'm very, very want to be desired emotionally and sexually. And, you know, the response I get from the person I want is just not good. (laughs) It's like depressing. So um, I'm trying to. uh, uh, Whoops. Oh. I mean, I'm doing what I always do. I filter it out through my craft. Um, and I wrote something. I mean, I've been writing, like, my thoughts and feelings out. I Like, I always do. But, like, I was writing today. Um, I mean, my sexual desires are intense sometimes because I feel like I can't really act with anybody on them. And, it's, and I get nervous. Like, what if I can never act on these feelings with somebody that I really care about that's like, you know, sex in the middle of the night, sex in the morning, you know, lovemaking, where it's like not just sex, it's like you're with each other, you're experiencing life together, you know. Um, Because as much as I could say, like, maybe I should just have casual sex with somebody that I like, you know, at the end of the day, if they're not going to be there for you afterwards, it's, it's, or if, like, the emotional trigger that got you excited to want to be with them sexually is going to dip out after, it's, it becomes a depressive thing, right? Um, I want to say, like, when I've always in the past been sexual with men that I care about, I share myself with them about my fantasies and, like, you know, I am very sensual with my body and like open and yeah, again, gross got not, sorry, let me say this. If you are going to listen to this podcast and try to DM me some weird fucking shit, don't do that, please. Anyway, um, I mean, I'm obviously thinking about somebody in particular and I'm trying to be respectful and not like expand too much because, you know, I value um, I do value a word, you know, like my word means something if I give it to somebody and I feel like maybe I have a tendency or I do, like if it's with a man and he, I feel fucked over, I'm going to be like, well, fuck him. I don't give a shit now. I'm going to fucking roast his ass. Um, I mean, not really. I, I mean, I've done that with the guys that I feel like I've been hurt by, like I, that coach and the producer, but if, you know, there's parts of me that still think about the producer in a way where I'm really sad, I could never even, like, have a closure with him. It really hurt me. Um, anyway, fast forward to now, where it's not the same situation. I'm just feeling very, like, I feel, I feel like I shared myself and my thoughts, and, and it was all because of me wanting to. But, like, I feel kind of, like so alone in the playground today, if that makes sense, you know, like, I'm just kind of standing there, like, okay, (laughs) still not getting what I want, um, I mean, I, I want somebody to, I want the person that I feel for right now to, like, reach out to me on a daily basis, to want to take me to lunch, to want to be with me, to, like, wake up and say, oh my god, I can't wait to see Michelle again, and that person definitely does not think like that. Um, I don't know. It, it's frustrating. And I'm just dwelling in it, which is stupid. Because that's a lot of wasted energy. 
And I feel like I'm just like this sappy puppy all the time that gets really excited because she thinks her owner's going to play with him. And then, like, they go to work and leave me alone for eight hours, and I'm just whimpering at the door. That's me. Um, all right, so let's get to the hot and juicy stuff. I was wondering if I should share this with you guys. Um, I wrote it today. I'm not going to read you the pornographic things, but... Um, uh, okay, so this is what I've always wanted. Like, I've always wanted to wake up in the middle of the night with my partner and just have this like lovemaking session. Um, and I've never had that like in the middle of the night, just like you're, you after you have love, like after you've already had like sex and you're you know, making love, like I said, um, they, you wake up and you're still doing it. I think that's so hot. I, I feel like I just need to write a Cinemax short film. Um, you know, like he lifts me on top of him and like there's like a sensual, almost dreamlike kissing and I feel his breath on my neck as he's pinching me and my different parts of my body. Um, you know, all those things. I mean, you know, and then we wake up doing the same things and he gets me coffee and we have this great conversation and all these wonderful stimulating things, you know, and I don't have to worry about what he's like thinking or I don't have to think about this guy, if I'm ever going to see him again or, you know, what's, are we a couple? Are we an item? How many people is he talking to? I'm so naive. Every time I, I believe a guy that they're not seeing somebody or they're not talking to somebody or I think they're not, they always are. They're always at least talking to four other people, even when they say they're not. And I get it. That's like, that's what life is. You know, it just, I don't know. I'm feeling very alone on the playground, like I said. And I'm not like saying I'm on the playground, but like, like that's the image that comes to my head if I had to describe how I feel today. Um, I had a day to myself. I did some work. Obviously, it was not really a non-work day for me because I work from home, but um I had some meetings for Divorce Diaries, a potential investor. Oh, we had an investor meeting. And then I took a run and walk to the store. Um, and my cousin gave me this new pink song. Oh, my God, I was crying. And he's like, this is definitely a song that's going to remind you of your father. And you should listen to it. And um, I think it's called, let's see, what is it called? When I Get There. Um Sorry, guys. Oh, I think that it stopped the recording when I tried to play the song. So when I get there is a song wave from Pink. It's really good. Um, that was making me cry. And also Trust Fall was making me cry because I was playing it when I was watching my daughter's um, bar routine. And I don't know. It was a nice emotional kind of walk. But um, I, I don't know. I'm still kind of... I shared some romantic feelings towards somebody and I don't, I don't, I knew that there was a big part of me that was like, well, they could just not do anything back. And it's not that they didn't do anything back. It just doesn't, just, they, no, they're not doing anything back. They're like, okay, never seeing me again. I don't know, that hurts. Um... And it hurts more than I thought. At first, I'm like, I can handle it because I'm not really, like, seeing this person. But I'm like, no, this is hurting more. Um, it's I don't know if it's, like, hurting. I feel like, don't you guys think, like, 
men don't get that we are very complex. I mean, they, maybe they do get it. We're very complex emotionally, but that's also what makes us amazing humans. Amazing. Sorry. That's what makes women so amazing as a species, as, as the gender of the human race, that we are complex in that way. Right. Um, we're able to care for children and also juggle multiple things at a time and go into work and turn things off, turn it back on, be open, be vulnerable, now turn it off, now make dinner, you know? Um, and it's not to say that men can't, but there's a lot going on. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, we know that Michelle is just look like open and willing and ready to receive this great love of my life that's, you know, in the form of a partner. I obviously have it with my daughter and other things in my life. But um, I wanted to say my friend Mark and I did a reading of a new short film that I'm writing. Um, it was a lot of fun. And he makes me laugh like no other. And he was telling me, now I know Mark, Mark's divorced and he has a girlfriend and he's in a really positive mindset. And he told me, instead of negative, every time you have a negative thought, just say, I'm worthy. Um, and every time you have a negative thing that pops in your head, like that means you have to remind yourself, like that means I have to replace it with a positive affirmation. As simple as that is, like, I was like, all right, I'm fucking, I'm doing it. Cause my friend, like Mark, he never like would do those things. And the fact that he's saying, it, I'm like, all right, I should probably do that. Um, I'm going to keep trying it. Um, and I think that like my vibrator is going to be literally burnt out by the time tomorrow rolls around. Cause it's like been my best friend for the last 24 hours. I know, I know guys I'm ending on that note. How many vibrators do you have as a single divorced woman? If you share with me, maybe I'll get a divorce diaries vibrator merch going. That's in the shape of a well-sized dick that actually texts you back, says positive affirmations, and can make coffee in the morning. Now that is a really good dildo. Here's hoping for love in a real, real way this year. And I I mean, like, I already have love, but, like, here's really hoping. I mean, it's February, and, like, I... I have to say I'm disappointed that at 41 I still haven't had even like a really great relationship where I could say yeah, that was worth I mean they were all worth it to an extent but I'm even more bummed that like the smallest uh thing with a guy that I was recently attracted to still was a disappointment and it's like how many fucking frogs man <laughs> Clearly God was like, a lot for you, bitch, because you don't get it the first time. I just keep kissing them and thinking, but you're going to be a prince if I tongue you long enough. No. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> also, how do you get rid of the sexual frustration, which is connected to your emotional frustration? Because there's one thing to get rid of the sexual frustration, but then there's another thing to get rid of or to deal with this emotional sexual frustration that I have. And that's really what it is. It's not like, I just need to get off and focus. It's, it's deeper than that. It's a lot deeper than that. And I keep putting myself in these situations that make me feel less than because the person is just not capable and has issues to deal with themselves. Um, you know, so, or does not see 
my value, which hurts. So, and I, I maybe am just not seeing my own value and allowing myself, why are you engaging in that? So with that said, I am hoping, and my neck, my neck is still hurting like a fucking bitch, but it's, today was a little different. I, I don't know if, I, if it was just because I was a little distracted by some of my emotions, but it definitely felt better than it has, um, but not first thing in the morning. So we'll see how it feels tomorrow. Stay tuned for more. Keep living your happily divorced after. And maybe I'll share one of my, uh, I, so I shared a little bit of my little romance novel in my head, but here's to waking up in the middle of the night, romance sex, making love with somebody who will, I mean, text me more than three words. All right. Stay tuned for more Divorce Diaries. Keep living your happily divorced after.